Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Hey guys, it's John. Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode. A little bit of housekeeping at the top here. So this episode and the one that follows was going to be our original episodes three and four, but because of some conflicts with schedules and timing and editing and microphone malfunctions and, you know, just everyday shit, we had to kind of reorganize how our episodes were going to be aired. So this is the final product of those episodes. Um, Our microphone levels kind of sound a little shitty overall, but I did my best. Don't at me. Uh, Secondly, thank you again for just checking out this week's episode. Uh, You can follow us at creativebraincandy.com and also on Twitter at VGL underscore podcast. And if you have a creative idea and want to join the Creative Brain Candy Collective, go to creativebraincandy.com. Hit that apply button and you'll hear from not me, but someone on the network and uh, it'd be good to have you. We are a teaching collective and we just want to have fun doing podcasts and talking about whatever the hell you want to talk about. Well, that's enough out of me at the top here. Now on to the show. Hello, and welcome to the Video Game Lounge Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew, a.k.a. Chaz, and I'm here today with my co-host, John, a.k.a. Hag, a.k.a. The Hizzle, along with Kevin, a.k.a. The Drizzle. How you doing, guys? Ooh, that's a new one. I've never been called The Hizzle before. I like it. Um, I'm doing pretty good, guys. I'm excited to be hanging out with you fellas tonight get down on an episode so uh yeah doing pretty good how about you kev uh you know hanging in there uh i also i've never heard the hizzle but obviously i'm drizzle so maybe someone forgot the d added an h and was like hey here we are you can't forget that d you have to give them that d by the way we are not safe for work so welcome everyone you can count on us to give you that d you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying all right and uh, so today we have a very fun topic, and it's probably going to spark a lot of initiative of, you know, controversies as well as, you know, agreements, and I'm just interested to see how it's all going to play out, but we're going to talk about gaming as it stands today, what 2021 has brought gaming to be. But, you know, first, I'm kind of curious, what what have you guys been up to? Like, what have you guys been playing lately? You just got pulled, pulled. Uh, uh, it kind of coincides with today. I've actually been playing Dead Rising, the first one. It's the remake for the Xbox One. I've been going for the Seven Day Survivor achievement. Oh God! Which, uh, <laughs> which, if you guys don't know about, uh, it was a very, uh, I guess like beginner achievement, as I like to say, because if a lot of the beginning, like a lot of the beginning cycle of the 360, the achievements were ridiculous. Well, this one was right on par with that. You had to survive. 14 hours real time like this episode's going to be an hour long 14 of these episodes we had to survive without stopping on the xbox 360 which was prone to death so luckily i'm on the xbox series x i can take breaks i'll probably space it out a few days but i'm trying to get that still playing binding of isaac still got you know more time to play in that and i'm still playing final fantasy 6 because i am a grown-ass man with a lot of responsibilities and i don't have time but i will 
succeed in beating it, and then it's on to Final Fantasy VII. But you have started streaming something new, too. Well, yeah, I started uh, streaming Uncharted with my co-host, John. Um, I I would, I would don't want to suggest watching it, though, because if you're a completionist, we did miss uh, what we call shiny, um, basically little treasures. I would take the blame for it. I didn't, I wasn't being, you know, very, my eyes weren't open, I guess, at that time. Definitely wasn't John's fault. He didn't play the game 15 different times. And it was one John- treasure. <laughs> one treasure, damn it. I'm sorry. Playing? I'm sorry. Uh, I got kind of inspired by the NFL draft, not to date this episode or anything, but uh, I was playing Madden, created a quarterback. Um, oh, so you wanted to be drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars too, huh? No, I didn't want to play for a shit team. I My quarterback actually got drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who, you know, already have a pretty damn good quarterback, may have won seven Super Bowls or a hundred. <laughs> I have no idea how many he's uh, won at this point. But um, yes, I'm backing up Tom Brady on this game. I just find it absolutely hysterical. Just start calling you Tom Jr. Yes, you totally can. Um, wh- What's funny to me in the story is that like after week seven or eight, something like that, like the starter gets injured. I love they just have this random text that always says the starter. They can't ever type in Tom Brady or Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or something. But anyway, like I took over the team. Uh, we're on our way to the Super Bowl. It's It's been fun. Um, I've also, you know, at the behest again of myself, have dabbled into Uncharted. I am further ahead than both of you guys, but I am enjoying it for the 9,000th time or whatever. So. I am curious, Andrew, what have you been getting into? Now, because you won't shut up about Uncharted, you know, we have all tried to understand the complexities of what goes on in your mind by all of us playing it. So I have been playing Drake's Uncharted too, just trying to catch up and see what uh, what you guys are doing without the the helpful whisper of a little John Angel on my shoulder telling me where everything hey is. hey i told you to let me know when you were streaming and i would come on and help you ah but i haven't streamed it yet i was just trying to catch up to where driz was so that i could stream probably with him well that's just because you're a competitive but, dick absolutely absolutely oh um, but apart from that i've also been playing uh you know of course a little genshin impacts we had a recent update which you know gave more characters and more stories and whatnot and it's it's still fun to me Wake um, up, Kev. Of course, wake up, Kev. You know, wake uh, up. What week isn't complete without the frustration of uh, dying forever endlessly in Warzone Call of Duty? Shit um, game. Hey, uh, there there has been... It, it is a love-hate relationship with a lot of the hate, but you just love to come back to it. Uh, but I got to give a big shout-out to Activision. Like, two weeks ago, my account got hacked and sold. And I... Tried to log in um, two Thursday nights ago, and all of my stuff was gone. My all of my purchases, all of my progress, my Damascus skins for the guns that I've unlocked and worked hard on for the last year and a half, and then everything was gone. And I submitted a a help ticket, and they said, you know, give us give us about uh, ten business days, and we'll see what we can do. Uh, oh, oh, okay. So yesterday was uh, business day 11, and I was going through the emails, and I was just about to send them like a follow-up, like, hey, uh, what's going on? 
And I, as soon as I opened it up and closed out my email, I was like, I'll, I'll wait in a second. I got a notification that, boom, they fixed it. Everything's restored. And like, oh, you just got to, you know, redo your password now. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I was I was so excited to come home from work and check that out. And Yep, everything's back. Everything's good. And uh, so big shout out to Activision for not making, feel like, not making me feel like I wasted $20 and a year and a half of my life on a game that uh, makes me want to <laughs> break my controller every other night. R.I. Pieces, baby. <laughs> Call back. Hey, um, Andrew, just real quick, I wanted to see like what your first impressions are of Uncharted. Like you liking it, you loving it, what what do you how how you feeling about it so far? I like it. I mean, uh, it, it it is fun and of course, you know, it's a remastered, so the uh the visuals are nice as well. Um they don't look like, you know, blocky Laura Croft PlayStation 1 characters. Uh, but you know, the gameplay, the feel, uh, like it's the uh, strategy puzzle solving open as uh, semi open world esque like it's not open world but but it's uh it's it's that same kind of puzzle solving strategy that I've grown accustomed to and enjoyed growing up on so that mixed with a third person shooter and man I rock with that pistol I hate the AK I love the pistol's pistol. awesome yeah the AK is trash city I uh. I just got done modding my N64, so I fired up Goldeneye, and that AK kicks ass. Meanwhile, Drake's Fortune, I don't know, I, I guess there's paintballs in that in that AK. It, uh, I don't know, John, you're the expert. What's in that AK, man? Blanks? Rubber bullets? Airsoft. I think it's Airsoft BBs. Well, it is unfortunate. So, John, you know... uh what have you been drinking to actually get your mind off of uh, all the terrible gameplay of Uncharted? All right. Well, what I have been drinking uh, local to us is a brewery called Heavy Seas out of Baltimore. So I've been trying their IPA, which is called Loose Cannon. Um, it is a seven and a uh, seven and a quarter percent. It's actually really good if you like IPAs. I'm looking at their website right now. It says our flagship beer, Loose Cannon, is brewed with loads of Simcoe, Palisade, and Centennial. Um, it is their flagship beer, and it's damn good every time. That's actually on the website. <laughs> I've seen that one on the shelf before. It looks uh, appealing. Yeah, dude, uh, it's really good. I'm like three in on my six-pack here. I'm enjoying it so far. They also have a double IPA, which I may be checking out on the next episode. We'll see what happens. But yeah, man, support local business. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Kev, I am interested in what you have been drinking, my friend. What you got? Uh, I'm drinking Diet Pepsi, but... That Diet Pepsi is also mixed with uh, Proper 12, uh, Triple Distilled Irish Whiskey. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's 40% alcohol. Suck it, John. Um, oh, shots fired again. <laughs> he just has to drink half as much, that's all. I've also got a Red's Hard Apple Cider. Uh, these are cool and refreshing. Plus, they remind me of summertime, which uh, it's like 45 degrees outside right now. So yeah, this is a know. very weird uh, springtime. 
it's it's very very weird, man. Like I think today we had hail. Yes. Um. So. It, yeah, dude. It it hailed here for about an hour and a half. It was freaking weird. And then my wife called me stupid. She texted me while she was at work, and she was like, "Hey, did you?" She texted me. She's like, "Hey, did you see that we had hail today?" I was like, "No, I was modding my N64." And she goes, "You're dumb." And I was like, "I don't, I don't see how those two those things correlate, but you got the right answer, so I'll give you half credit, I guess." You didn't show your work properly, but uh, you know, you got the right answer. Those are the worst teachers. If you're a teacher listening to this and you do that, you need to go to hell. Andrew, what are you drinking? Oh, honey, don't listen to this. Andrew's wife's a math teacher. Go to hell. I got the calculator. I'll show you the calculator. Oh, come on. You're not going to have a calculator with you uh, every day for the rest of your life. I don't know what you're talking about. Check out my TI-83 Plus here, fellas. I'm the boss. Isn't there a suck function on the TI-83? Or is it something else? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm following suit with you, Driz. Actually, uh, I've got a hard cider as well. Uh, me and the wife went to uh, Marydale, Maryland, which is on the peninsula of the East Coast. And we went to Harvest Ridge Winery. And we had tried a wine of theirs last weekend. And we we're like, yeah, let's go to the winery. Let's go check it out. So we did. We had a few glasses. But they also had a, a cider station. So I ended up trying out. It's called uh, First Anthem Hard Cider from rebel seed cidery and it's pretty good i enjoy it it's it's got a good refreshing taste it does kind of give me a a similar resemblance to reds because it has a good crispness to it and it's a uh, fairly light you guys love your apples man holy shit is it similar to woodchuck i mean it's it's kind of close that's cool so it's just like really hard apple juice uh what, what was the name of that city andrew mary dell and i i it's it's I, uh, to the left of Camden, and Camden is uh, like to the left, to the west of Camden, like a little west southwest. Um, Camden is just below Dover, Delaware. I, I've lived in Maryland for thirty two years. That sounds made up. I know. I'm just. I know because just, we always knew about Del Mar, not Mary Dell. Yes, Mary Dell is an actual place. I'm sure it sucks. So for the uninformed, there is. Del Mar, there's the Maryland side of it, which is Delaware, Maryland, and then there's Del Mar in Delaware. It's so freaking confusing. And, of course, Mary Dell now. Oh, and we call the explain. whole thing the Del Mar the Peninsula because we are so original. <laughs> we got don't, crabs. Don't, don't hate. But so do cheap hookers, I guess. You know, well, oh. when, when you say that... Uh, you have crabs and shrimp for her for dinner, and you you don't show up with seafood. It's you might be from you might be from the eastern shore. You don't look at me and go, "Man, that's a clean dude." <laughs> You're gonna have a bad time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good trend. That was a great transition. If I ever heard one, Andrew, what are we discussing again? I know you recapped uh, what we were discussing at the beginning of the episode, but it's been a little while. It has. It feels Which like we, it's been a while. Um, today uh, we're getting game. into uh, gaming as it is today. Uh, what wait, what wait, has wait. gaming become? We're talking about gaming and a gaming podcast? That's insane. Man, I just blew your mind. Insane in the membrane. But I mean, I know I have a lot of different, uh, lot of different aspects and topics to even think about. Um, do you guys have anything you want to lead with? You want me to lead right into it? 
I'll I'll start and I'll just preface this whole thing by saying this doesn't this is mostly going to be about how we feel about present day gaming, not just 2021, but how we feel about today's gaming compared to what we grew up on. And there's going to be some really good positive notes and there's going to be some harsh criticism. And, you know, obviously we feel like they're deserved. You might not. Uh, if you don't, then you can add us, like John would say, on our new Twitter handle. John, do you have that Twitter handle? Yes, it's VGL underscore podcast. We're also on Instagram, but I mostly am on Twitter. Go ahead and follow that. Uh, I'll start on a good note, I guess, for me. And that, like I said in the beginning of the end of the episode, is achievements. I love achievements. I There will be some games I don't even purchase because the achievements are too ridiculous. Like, uh... There's this Ghost Recon game that came out for the 360. I can't remember the name of it. Andrew had it. Thank God he had it, because if I had it, I'd have been very angry. I think it was like, uh, I don't know, Advanced advanced Warfighter or something like that. He's going to go find it real quick. But there was three achievements on there. And this is back in the day. This is like the... Like the beginning games of 360, they had the most ridiculous achievements. And this game in particular, the Ghost Recon game, had three separate achievements for odd numbers. That pisses me off because of OCD, but that's a whole different subject. Uh, where you, it was very minimal. like It was like 25, 27 points or something like that. And you had to get number one on the leaderboards for three separate leaderboards. Like one was like single, like, like single player, uh, like free for all or something. And then there was like a team duos and there was like a team thing. You had to get number one on the leaderboard. Do you just think about that? That is an achievement. Yes. But to put that in your achievements as a, as a game is just a little ridiculous by today's standards. But back to the original, what I was talking about was just achievements in general. I will purchase games on the Xbox One or the Xbox Series X, even if it's inferior to the PS5, because I love X, I love the achievements much more than I do the trophies. Now, it doesn't say I, I hate trophies. It's just I've been grinding achievements for so long. It's just, it adds something to the game to me. It's just, it gives, I, I'm a completionist. I love finding everything in the game. I will talk to every NPC so I can figure out what they made this character say. Just so I feel like I have experienced everything in this game. And achievements just add something to that. It's like I would never do a seven-day survivor you're going to give me 20 achievement points if I do that? I'll waste 14 hours of my goddamn life. You, you kidding me? Sign me up. Make it 36. I don't care. It's meaningless. But I, 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 John, I know you're a trophy hunter guy. I, Andrew, I know you kind of like fell off the wayside of the achievements, but we used to get the achievements all the time. We used to, yeah. Until they got really ridiculous. Or, But you always wanted to get the max. And all the original uh, Xbox 360 games, you had 1,000 achievements per game. Achieving points. <laughs> not not all of them. Condemned, which I talked about in our top ten uh, in episode one, had nine seventy. It was a free it was the Wild West for achievements back in the original Xbox three sixty days. But I think they're a great addition. I think it's one thing that Nintendo is seriously lacking. I love the Switch. Like the Switch came out, I was day one for that. My Joy-Cons have already busted plenty of times that I've had to fix. Breath of the Wild, I, I love 
I think it's a breath of fresh air, not to sound, you know, corny or anything, but I, I think it's it was needed for the series. But I feel like they just they could easily just draw me in even more. And I feel like they could draw in other people if they just were like, hey, here's some uh, trophies or achievements, whatever you want to call them. Just give me something to get more out of this game. I really do enjoy trophies. Um, that being said, there are a bunch of them that I know I'm never, ever going to get trophies for. Like a game that I talked about on episode one was Final Fantasy X. And they have that trophy on there. And it's one of like three that I haven't gotten. Like um, there's the dodging lightning 200 times uh, with to get Lulu's ultimate weapon or one of the sigils or something. But the one that I have had the most trouble getting in that game is the 0.0 for the Chocobo race, man. And I've like watched so many YouTube videos on like techniques because it's it, on it, it's completely random, right? The the amount of birds that are swooping at you to block you, where the balloons are, like if if the balloons were in the same spot to pick up every time, that would be a different thing. You could kind of formulate a strategy or something off of that. But because it's different literally every time that you play it, it's kind of annoying. And I've gotten as low as three seconds. You're supposed to get below zero. Um, man, it's so freaking hard. So like that's an achievement that I know I'm never going to get and I'm never going to be able to platinum my favorite uh, Final Fantasy game which is just kind of annoying. I, I freaking hate it. So their achievements can be bad. I feel like, you know, I really want to enjoy that game. And I, I mean, I still enjoy it, but I don't enjoy the fact that I can't get, you know, Titus's ultimate weapon all the way up because I can't get this freaking trophy that then gives me, you know, access to the sigil to then power up his ultimate weapon. It's kind of a pain in the ass. But um, there are other games that I have played that I think are really, really fun. Like, when I played God of War 2018 and Horizon Zero Dawn, I got the Platinum Trophies in those games uh, in my first run-through. Like, and I think Horizon was like, I think I was somewhere between 45 and 50 hours on that first playthrough. And then for God of War 2018, I think I was at like 25, maybe, maybe 30 um, but those were games that had easy platinums. I say easy, but like I could do them on my first run through. It was like, just find all of the story stuff, find these extra things, do all these side missions, unlock this other goofy stuff. So, um, those types of things that I, I absolutely, I'm drawn to, like, I like trophies. I just want them to be easily obtainable <laughs> well I, I feel like that's where i'm just a little different from you guys like i i enjoy that you know that little sound that comes up and says oh you've you've achieved this you've unlocked this blah 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 but i'm not to I'm, I'm not i don't go to the point of being a completionist for it and it's it, it's it's strange because i don't want to put so much effort into something just to try to grab something that's a I, I feel like a participation trip like to me it is at least uh because i don't feel like i actually get any merit off of it i don't get any uh um credit off of it um maybe i'll get a um 
a platinum trophy, or maybe I'll get the, that that one 20 points of uh, gamer points that'll tell someone else that, oh man, he did this. But that's only if they like decide to really investigate me and my gaming history. And and for me, I I I don't find enjoyment out of that. But I know that's just me. Do you think? Do you think it's? Uh, do you think it's like a negative? Do you think like they waste their time adding achievements to the games, or do you absolutely just not? I I feel like it it is it is a a good addition that caters to people other than me. But on the other hand, though, there are some yeah. So there are some other trophies, though, or games that have trophies that are kind of easily attainable that add just a little something. Sometimes they're comedic. Like Spider-Man 2018, you can um, get a trophy for using the fast travel, which you are never wanting to do in that game. But if you ride the subway, I think it's three times. And and the, the scene is just funny because it's like Peter Parker on the subway. <laughs> right? Yeah. And he's just dressed as Spider-Man, which is just kind of funny. But... Like you can get a trophy for that, and that's that's fun. That it it's a way to get you to use something in the game that you probably wouldn't use otherwise. But you get a trophy for it. I don't find that as like you know uh, takes anything away from the game or is just filler or anything. I just think it's fun. Like they you know did something with that. I I do like part of that because I am a huge Spider Man fan, and whenever they came out with the Spider Man, like. Spider-Man 2 on the Xbox, and then Spider-Man whenever it came out on the PlayStation 4, and I've yet to play Miles Morales because I don't have a PS5 yet, but I, I love it. And those kind of achievements, because that dives me more into the character of, you know, Peter Parker working for the Daily Bugle. Oh, let me take a picture. But, I mean, to, to get a, a fun or random achievement off of that, you know, that almost makes me feel like I'm playing Pokemon Snap again. What you're going to get, obviously. Obviously, yeah. You know, I've, <laughs> I I've heard good things about it. You know, not to, not obviously not to date the episode, but I've heard really good things. I just man, I'm I'm a Gen Winer. Uh, I'm sorry, how did they say it? Uh, Gen Winer, I guess is what I, I am. Yeah, you know, I I love Gen Two as well. Um, but that's a that's a whole different episode. Um, I guess I guess next that uh, uh, I I hate about today's gaming, and it's the same thing with movies is they showcase everything about the game in like this this E3 trailer there or just any kind of trailer and it's like I remember Watch Dogs and there's some other game that was on the 360 I was super excited about where like you uh it was like a it was like a Grand Theft Auto scenario but you were a, like a symbiote and oh, um you're talking about prototype Prototype, yes. I was super jazzed about Prototype. And I remember I was working security at the hospital, watching the E3 coverage, and they had like a 15-minute video, and they literally just showed every superpower. It's like, why do I even need to buy your game now? Like, like You just literally showed me everything I can do. Give me some mystery, my dude. Like, That's what I kind of miss about some of these games is... Obviously, there's you have to you can't even get online anymore with just to avoid spoilers. Like I haven't played RE8 yet because I haven't finished RE7, and I I can't even get on Twitter without 
Oh, Ethan trending on Twitter. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm not, I guess I'm not going to be on Twitter right now. So I guess, I guess as a whole, just, just having things spoiled for you and even the devs themselves spoiling for you is just, it irks me, man. Like, I want to go back to the mystery of not knowing what's going on, why, and. Yeah, I mean, you know, like last year when The Last of Us Part 2 leaks came out, like that was kind of, um, man, that was just an absolutely shitty situation for Naughty Dog, you know, the developers and all that stuff. And you couldn't go anywhere without anybody having something, whether it was YouTube, even Yahoo, Twitter, like, man, it was everywhere. And I just felt so bad that that game got spoiled. And a lot of people, once they found out some of the spoilers were like, I'm never going near that game now. I'm like, man, you should go play it. It's probably the best game of the year. Um, just in my humble opinion, like, but you know, the, the echo chamber of that type of stuff too, is also just a pain in the ass because you get, Every website and every Twitter account says the exact same things, and no one's afraid, or, or no one wants to to say something contrary or on the contrary. Oh, I like this. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I have to say something because I took a part of something, and it doesn't matter if someone else hasn't yet. Yeah, like everybody just says the same thing. Like, but I will say, as far as like releases go, like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, man, like. That game was in developmental hell and some other stuff that happened with it, man. Like, they rushed that game <laughs> to get out, and it was, yeah. It don't, was don't worry. Bad. Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk's going to be on the list for today, trust me, and that's going to be on the con side of today's gaming, but we'll, we'll continue that, so. Sure, sure, sure. Like, but for the consumer, like us, the people who are listening to this podcast and the three of us that are sitting here, for, for us to pay $65 for Cyberpunk 77 and then have it just fundamentally not work or there's skins missing or guns or just randomly disappearing or like all the other things that have happened with that game, like, man, take your time and don't rush please you know like i am excited for the next god of war whether whatever it's going to be called ragnarok or whatever like take your time with that game because the first one was amazing trend setting like take your time i am totally fine with a developer taking three five seven i don't care how long it takes you but I just want that game to be right so that day one, I can put that thing into whatever system I have. It's playable and it's got, hopefully, ideally it would have no bugs, but it would have the minimum amount of bugs and it's playable day I one. I mean, like, I, I, I find that whenever it takes longer for the release, yeah, there's a lot of hype for it. And like, you you have the bigger projects that have more money or less money or more hype to them. Like I waited, I, I specifically bought a PS three for the final fantasy seven remake like that. That's, that's how long ago and how hyped up I was. for that. <laughs> you got played. I got played. <laughs> got played. And so when it finally came out, however many years later, like I was super excited and I was hoping that they did it right. And then I found out, Oh man, it's in two different releases. Uh, what? It's, a, it's more. It's more than two, baby. They haven't announced. They haven't announced how many parts there are. You're killing me, small. Three, so maybe. Like, I, 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 <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad I've been. Have you some- finished? 
Have you finished Final Fantasy VII? No, because you know what happens when I finish? I have to wait again. As long as I have it started, I am good to just, you know, I know that I have something waiting for me. If I finish it, you know, I have nothing waiting for me. I I have not finished it yet either, but I'm looking forward to getting it done. I'll just put it, I'll put it in perspective for you, okay? I won't spoil where it ends or anything. I'll say this, okay? I watch a lot of speedruns, and Final Fantasy VII is a very good speedrun that I watch. World record is just shy of seven hours. For the original you or finished... remake? No, no, the original. The original. Okay. The PS1. Seven hours. You finish where the remaster ends in about an hour and 15 minutes in the PS1 game. Just to put in perspective of how much is left in this game for you guys to play. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be ready for, I'm going to be ready to finish this when the PS10 comes out then. <laughs> Jeez. Man, that's just gonna be too long. I don't know. Like I've enjoyed that game so far, my time with it. So I'll I hope to get it done. But man, you know, my wife being pregnant and everything. So you know, well, we'll see how how far I get into it. As far as games taking a while to come out, I wish more games would do that because I am tired of being an unpaid tester. Yes, it it burns me with a. Pa- I, Call of Duty, day one, 40 gigabyte update. Uh, fucking uh, Cyberpunk, day one, 40 gigabyte. That is ridiculous. I don't care. I know it's not the devs. It's their bosses that are like, hey, we got to push this game. We got to get our numbers. You're not going to get your fucking numbers if you're giving a shit product. Right. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that we have internet and that we can have updates and all that. But they are relying on it too much exactly you are you i've got to pay to get in a beta i've got to pay for a pre-release and i mean yeah i'm guaranteed to get the game but like uh rust i think rust was in development for uh seven years i think so people were playing the beta or i think it might have been the alpha for seven years before they actually got the goddamn game like I'm sorry, like, I, you gotta send, Nintendo does this great. Nintendo puts out a finished product. It is ready to play. It has some hiccups, but god damn it, they'll fix it. And it's just Xbox 360 with a Cyberpunk, PS5 with, uh, I don't, I can't think of, uh, the most recent game that had issues, but, uh, it's, it's just they come, they became so reliant on this updates via internet that they don't even, I don't even think they pay for tests. Andrew, you were talking about how you were a tester for ESO. God knows if they even do that shit anymore. Right. They're like, well, we got we got the mass. We got the mass public to test this game. Xbox 360. I have currently hooked up to my TV my original Nintendo that I grew up with. Okay? I was shitting my diapers, and I still have this Nintendo. I went through 11 Xbox 360s because of their 54% failure rate. How... How is that even legal? Red Ring of Death. Yes, 11. I went through seven. It was 100% because of the Red Ring of Death. And I, I put my consoles I put my consoles in ventilated areas. I put them in. Uh, it, you know, I take care of my stuff. I literally have hooked up to my TV right now. I have the NES, the Super Nintendo, PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4, GameCube, N64, 
all of these are my original consoles that I grew up with. Daddy Warbucks. I'm saying, yeah, I'm sorry. I've got these over 30 years. I'm Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> but no, it's just, it's it's showing that I take care of my consoles. And then uh, when I, the first day I got my PS3, very first day, I'll never forget this. I went to Walmart and they had a special. Everyone was getting the PS3s because the Blu-ray was top tier. This was the most yes. amazing Blu-ray. I think even the audio was top quality. And it was so cheap. So I got the PS3 and Walmart was had a special. You buy one PS3, you get 10 free Blu-rays. That's when Blu-rays first came out. Blu-rays were like 20 bucks. So I'm already cashing in 200 bucks just getting these Blu-rays. Go home. It bricked during the update. Had to go back to Walmart, return my PS3, buy another PS3, got another 10 free Blu-rays. Pretty, pretty sure they're not even open. They're probably just sitting on my shelf somewhere. But the the Switch, the Joy-Cons, the Drift, they, don't get me wrong, the N64, it, it had its problems. It, the, the, the little joystick, you know, had the terrible plastic that would corrode, but... Break over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the Switch, yeah, the they Z know button or whatever. This, this Joy-Con Drift is a real thing, and they continue to put out the same exact product. And all they said was like, oh, we'll extend the warranty on this. It's not, it's not right. solving the problem, bro. Like, I'm, it, it just, it, it pisses me off. Obviously, I'm going on a fucking rampage for 10 minutes. And I've been on a rampage for like 10 minutes of just how pissed off I am that. Well, you have every right to be because it is money that is spent that you should be a consumer, not a tester. Yes. Because you are not getting paid for your time to do this service. You are trying to do this out of enjoyment. For yourself and not to you know further the r&d of a company that is worth millions exactly like i want to plug in my game or i'm sorry i guess yeah put in my game whatever you want to call it but and i want to play i don't want to have to go through like i think uh there's a whole reddit page dedicated to cyberpunk avoiding glitches and this is obviously when it first came out they've been putting out updates which thank goodness and i'm not blaming them because I love Witcher 3, I love what CD Projekt Red did, but this game was ass. I didn't even play And then, to come out and say, well, we're going to have an Xbox Series X uh, update December 21st. Oh, you mean a year and a half after the game came out? Gotcha, man. Well, why don't you go, right. why don't you go work on these goddamn updates while I pay you $60 for this game? You said the game was ass. You didn't specify whose ass. <laughs> we don't really need to get into that man like um don't don't worry about going on a rampage here man fiery redhead getting fiery that's why the people are here man like i'm curious though as like we talked a little bit earlier about open betas like that just means like especially for like for a multiplayer game you have the opportunity to kind of go in try some multiplayer parts out of this game so kev like do you feel that like open betas are like a good like barometer as far as getting like play testing done like if the developer does it right like what are your thoughts open betas to me are fine if they want if if there's a purpose or if or or if they're like okay we just want you guys to play this, and then we're going to get some, you know, some facts about it, and then you guys have a good time. It's, it's cool. Um, like, I think, and this is probably just me reminiscing, but I think Crackdown with Halo 3 
I was not, a, I did not have a problem with that because I loved Halo. I bought the shit out of Crackdown 3, uh, I'm sorry, Crackdown to play Halo 3. And it turned out Crackdown yep. was an amazing game. It pisses me off today that I had to buy a full $60 game to get into a Halo 3 beta, which I didn't have yes. to. But, and then the whole reason for the beta was to test Xbox Live. So if they give a free beta to test, you know, the servers or just to do a, like a mass, hey, obviously there's a shitload of code in this game. We need billions of testers to let us know what's going on. Fine. Make it a limited release and do something with the data. Don't just, don't right. just put it out there and say, hey, Here's a beta if you want to give us $30. Uh, we won't update the game for four years. Right. If there's actually going to be an uh, progress shown. Like, if, if you're playing Magic the Gathering and you notice that, oh, whenever I hit this button or do these sequence of things, this action happens that's not supposed to. And then, okay, well, we're going to take that in co- into account. We're going to redo the coding. We're going to try to make sure that doesn't happen again. Whenever that doesn't happen, or whenever there's it's pushed back so much later, it's what was what was the purpose of it? Is it a teaser? Is it a social media attention grabber? Oh, we're going to have this available, but we're going to make it so that you talk about it, even if it's bad. We're going to make it so that you talk about it, so that it is in your mind longer so do you think that like if people are talking about it whether or not it's good or bad they're like well hey like people are talking about it it's fine i mean they might i mean even there's there's people that want to play the shittiest games just to see just to experience how shitty it is and don't get me wrong old games had updates not not a lot of people know about like even nintendo and super nintendo so and speedrunning, actually, I, I didn't know this until I started speedrunning, was there's different versions of games. So, and it's very hard to tell, but like Link to the Past has, I think, three different versions. It's 1.0, 1.1, and 1.2. And there's only certain glitches that you can do on each version. And then, you know, that's how they did updates. But the game came out and it was playable. These updates were just for like very minute things. It wasn't like, well, Link woke up and the game crashed and uh, their SNES caught on fire. So uh, I guess we'll work on that and we'll send out an update. No, it's these... Send a public apology yeah, and no, uh, make them buy another no, one. No, these games worked. And they worked well. And it's... it's it's And not, not all companies, not all games, not all companies do this. It's just... It's becoming more and more um, frequent that, that these companies are just like, well, fuck it, ship it. And it's it's piss poor. Well, do you feel like that's part of society's uh, evolution today as well, where we have no patience for waiting for something? I mean, yes, of course, we're not going to want to wait another 14 years for the next uh, Final Fantasy VII remake sequel. But if you're going to actually talk about a project or actually showcase a project or give any kind of social media presence to a project, don't do it when it's still five years out. I think that's what they're worried about. I think bottom line, they're like, okay, if we wait longer, it's gonna hurt. Our, it's gonna hurt a pocket. But in actuality, I, I, I honestly, me, take your time. I, I waited. I mean, how long was the final? 
Hell, how long was Duke Nukem in development? That game turned out shit anyway. That's a terrible example, but I didn't care. I think, I remember there was a website dedicated to how long it took Duke Nukem. I think both World Wars took less time, like combined, took less time the development of Duke Nukem. Wasn't the next one, isn't that why the next one was called Duke Nukem Forever? (laughs) I think that's just what they called it. I think they just ran with the meme. I mean, we're all of a similar mind. You know, we've kind of just said it already a couple of times. Like, just make sure your game is playable day one. Let's not have a bunch of 40 gig updates or whatever. But, you know, at the same time, I don't even really know if it's related or not. But some of these companies are just freaking huge, man. Like Naughty Dog's like 200 people. Uh, CD Projekt Red is like another two or 300. I mean, my God, how many different offices are there for... Um, God, I'm blanking on it. Who does the Assassin's Creed games? Um, y- Ubisoft. Ubisoft, right? Like they're in like six different cities or whatever. Like I can't imagine having multiple hundreds of people like at my disposal trying to make sure that they're all working on something one cohesive as one cohesive unit with one cohesive goal you know what i mean so i can understand that it makes it makes sense like i mean but, i mean doom doom was two dudes in a garage they listened to heavy metal two guys one car <laughs> two guys one car <laughs> two girls or yeah or two guys one glossing cup. over that i got i got you john i got you okay i i, I got it just glossing I got over it. I'm, glo- <laughs> I, I'm glossing over that it was two dudes in a garage with no cup i hope they would wake up, listen to death metal, play Super Nintendo, play PC games, and then they would code. One guy was coding, one guy was sleeping, and then he would wake up, play Super Nintendo or, or PC, and then the other guy was still coding. He would go to sleep. So, like, obviously, I think that's I, 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 I think that's what's missing is it's the money talking, which obviously they're spending millions. Why wouldn't it talk? And it's worth, what is it, a billion trillion dollar industry now? But I think at the end of the day, you're you're forgetting that your customers are very passionate about these games. Clearly, we're very passionate about these games, and you need you, you guys need to start realizing that you treat us like shit. Eventually, we're going to give up on you. It's it's that simple. I think part of the hard uh, aspect of the whole thing is that we have seen the graphics evolve. We have seen everything go from 8-bit to this amazing thing that's right in front of me. And, well better graphics like the more fluid body movement you know you actually see the the arm reeling back to throw that spiral as a quarterback you know you actually see you know your quarterback vision you actually like there are so many aspects that are just so much better now toe drag swag right that toe touch i mean there's so much that like yes that is nice but if it takes forever to get to that, I may not want it. I mean, I, I don't know, Kevin, how how long did it actually take, like, you know, Binding of Isaac? Or what was that Cup game? Uh, yeah, I know we're going back to Cup, but uh, what was it, Cuppy? Cuphead? Cuphead, yes. That that one that one hit the markets and exploded. Like, it did also. I don't know if Binding of Isaac exploded, but I get what you're coming from. Cuphead exploded. Cuphead, that's yeah. what I mean. Cuphead exploded. And but you've been playing Binding of Isaac, like, and, and it has uh, more of that 2D scroller. Yeah. Uh, and, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I love, like, that's, that's I guess, on to the next thing, is I love the graphics 
I'm sorry if this is a drizzle central episode. It doesn't. I don't mean it to be. <laughs> I just. I love, good. I love gaming. I, I. I. It's. It's a fucking passion, and I love the graphics of where we're going. But I think, as far as graphics go, and I'm sorry if this doesn't answer your question, Andrew. I'm, have you tr- have you tried out Ghost of Tsushima yet? I haven't played it. It's still in the plastic. I I'm waiting for a PS5. I'm playing Dead Rising. Try. I'm trying to get achievements. You don't even own the game. Um, Jackass. I I love retro graphics and I love newer graphics. I, I honestly like. I don't. I I. The reason why I love old games so much is because they were limited by what they could do. So you get games on the Super Nintendo era, the Genesis era. You get they had they were like all right, like Final Fantasy series. The the art director, I can't remember his name, and I apologize, you're not listening to this, so I'm not sorry. Uh he drew these wonderful pieces of art. He gave it to the he gave it to the, the game developers. He was like, here, figure it out, bitch. And they had like eight bits to figure it out. And they did. And it was amazing. They could they couldn't do shit with music. And yet I just cut my grass. Listening to Final Fantasy's, uh, seven soundtrack. Obviously, they had a little bit more to work with, but they have these, like, just orchestra of music back then. And it's, it's beautiful because they had to work for it. Now they have everything at their fingertips. And it's like, well, we'll just push out the same garbage. And it's not all garbage. There's some very fantastic, beautiful, just great sounding games. God of War is beautiful. Um, what was the, uh, there's one game about, uh, dealing with, um, not depression, but, uh, God. Heavy Rain? No, not Heavy Rain. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. Life is Strange? No, never played it. No, there's a game dealing with, like, dementia or something. And the game, so. Oh. The game, you like, it says, it's like one of those games where you have to use your headphones. And as you progress the game, you get worse and worse. And. You can hear the person talking to herself and your headphones while you're trying to figure out puzzles and stuff. And it, it, it's just, it's, it's awesome. You know, they, they went, they, they went with a uh, way and they, they ran with it. And games today, they're beautiful. I love them. Like Spider-Man, uh, for the PS4 and PS5, brilliant, brilliant games. God of War, brilliant. Final Fantasy VII, they just released a new, uh, 60 FPS trailer. Love it. Some games. They just don't work as hard. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Uh, I, I believe this is why Guitar Hero died. I believe why I, this is why I hate Assassin's Creed now. They just rehash the same things. They're like, well, this is what works. Let's pump it out every year. People keep buying it. I mean, you see that with your annualized sports games, right? Like, I absolutely love MLB The Show, and I'll get it every year. It's freaking awesome. Um, and each year they kind of add things in that's more than just a roster update. Like they have like your road to the show. They they change, which is where you create a guy and and have him ascend to the majors. It's different each time. Where like Madden, I feel is like each year uh, is it's a graphic update and then just a roster update. In in my opinion, like I don't know what they could do to kind of make Madden more accessible or like just more fun to play for me but you know nba 2k is another one i love playing those games they're they do a good job with that correct me if i'm wrong i think fifa 21 was like regarded as the worst 
FIFA of all, I don't know if you play soccer games or not, but I, I, I never played really. it. I, I've read that it's just regarded as the worst fucking FIFA game ever. And that's, how do you, how do you, how do you mess that up? Control C, Control V, uh, slide the graphics, uh, up a little bit. And then here you go, 60 bucks. Please give us your, uh, your, your, uh, your loot grabs. Well, that's the thing. I think sometimes they even try too hard with what they're trying to produce that they create button mapping that is just way too complicated. Like you said, you know, press X to slide tackle, you know, press circle to pass, you know, triangle to lob, you know, whatever you got to do to just, you know, keep it more simple or basic. But no, it's, you know, make sure you, uh, Click R3 so you can do a spin juke move as well as, you know, bicycle kick it with uh, a circle triangle combination or. Playing Madden right now, there's three different types of button presses on the same button for a pass. Like if I want to pass to my main receiver, I can hold it down for a bullet. I can tap it for a lob or do like a mini thing in between those two for like an accurate pass. And I'm like, that is just too many freaking ways to hit one single button to throw a pass. Like, let me just pass the ball and use the left analog stick to influence direction or something like that. That's probably what that should be. Right. If I, if, uh, for, was it the, the new PlayStations, they actually, or maybe it's just certain controllers. I can't remember what it is, but, you know, you can pull r2 for the trigger and you know you pull it a little and it, it, it it'll sense it or it'll reach that sensitivity and then you pull it more and it has like a, another mode of sensitivity that it registers and then you pull it all the way and then it it's something like else like why not use that as your you mean like for your passing your passing speed strength power yeah they could probably do something with that um, it, it would be nice to see. So it's probably time to switch to a new topic. Please, uh, what do you I was just think? about to say, please pick a, <laughs> please pick a positive topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess it can be positive or negative depending on your stance on either or both, but I kind of wanted to bring up like DLC, your downloadable content versus, uh, like say season pass, like D- DLC, usually is like extra game content it could be like a expansion to your game or like an extra character sometimes um extra skins extra guns weapons that kind of thing where season passes a flat rate that you pay for kind of all of those things but at least at least like i'm speaking in terms of call of duty you have 100 levels and your experience your your experience that you gain by playing the game will then unlock the contents of said levels. And it can be really time consuming because you can pay the five bucks or six bucks, but you may not get the whole 100 levels of content uh, sometimes. So I'll turn that over to Andrew, I guess, since you are the resident Call of Duty expert out of the three of us. So Andrew, what do you think of like DLC versus season pass? I mean, I'm not really all that interested in uh, DLC, like the season pass, it's, I feel like it's just a money grabber. It's an attention grabber. It's a, I'm going to dangle this little bit of free stuff that you're going to unlock at the more time you put into the game each season. But you know, Hey, you know, if you're giving us 10 bucks, you could have gotten, uh, all these other skins or unlockables or this or that as well. This, you know, noise. Sure. But like, cause I'll, 
I, I play plenty of games with season passes. I'll pl- I play Genshin Impact. I play Call of Duty. I play uh, Apex Legends. All of them have season passes, and it's like, I'm not going to spend 10 bucks every 13 weeks, 17 weeks, just to l- earn new things each time. Yes, I'm going to receive some tokens that they'll end up paying for themselves sometimes, but I, I, I find it's still just more of the money-grabbing situation. Uh, but then again, like I'm not even all that interested in the the DLC either because I I miss the good old days where you played the game to unlock stuff. You didn't have all these downloadables for you to earn a new skin, for you to get that new gun. You know, you actually had to put the time in, put the effort in. But then that goes back to programming it all in one shot and getting it all ready. And instead of having it added on later. Yeah, like Season Pass, I think, is something that can work. But it's also, like, I find it time-consuming. At least, I'm speaking strictly in, like, terms of Call of Duty. Like, you have to put the time in to, like, unlock the contents of the 100 levels that you pay the 5 or 6 bucks, whatever it is, uh, each time, right? Um you you get you it's so weird to explain you unlock the access to get to those but you don't actually unlock the content until you gain enough experience and so there's there are like so many there there are uh times where you can get like double xp and those types of things like when you're playing with your clan or you're doing stuff on the weekends where you can maximize the experience you get or playing the war zone stuff but like i don't know man i i've bought the season pass twice and i never got past like level 80 and see, that's the thing. Like my very first season pass, I was able to, you know, I didn't pay for it. I just, I, I went along, I got the free stuff. And then at the end of it, I didn't even have enough to buy the season pass to get all the unlockables and the other coins that I could have gotten. But the next season, I ended up working halfway up it. And then I was able to unlock it. But it's like... <sighs> Time consuming. I, I, I don't find the... The, the motivation or the desire of saying like, hey, I'm going to use these coins for the same season pass every year or every session, every season. Instead, you know, I, I may want to get a blueprint. Oh, well, you know, now that I got this blueprint or now that I unlocked, you know, Maya's cat ear character, you know, I, I can't do an unlock for the next season. So I then have to pay for it. Right. It's funny, like the the circles, uh, or at least the, the group of guys that I play Warzone with, uh, Andrew's gaming group, um, D-Back, go, go look those guys up, they're fun. Um, but like, uh, one of the guys on there, his name is Bill, and I swear, every time that we were playing Warzone, you know, we're in the airplane and we're getting ready to figure out where we're jumping to, usually damn, and it's like, wait, okay, I recognize that guy's character, that guy's character, wait, who's the dude in the yellow, like, uh, motorcycle tracksuit thing like oh bill got a new character it's like man bill like soaks up all of the like extra content as far as the character skins and stuff and you can see the same gun but n- different blueprint or new blueprint you know or something like that well every time we go to drop out of the helicopter or the uh or the plane or whatever it's like who who's that character i haven't seen that one. Oh, that must have been him with his new character oh okay that, that's what he wanted to buy. Okay. I mean, and, and to each his own. If that's what he wants sure. to do, more, f- like, you know, go for it. But for me, like, I 
I don't know. I, I, I can't justify that for myself because I don't have uh, a, a good enough disposable income for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am totally on a, on a dad budget myself, uh, especially with my wife being pregnant at the time of this recording. Actually, by the time this airs, she should probably have already given birth. She's due August 9th, so uh, I don't know. I'm I'm too dumb to do fast math in my head, but um, yeah, I totally agree with you there, Andrew. I'm curious because we haven't heard from Kevin in like the last five or ten minutes or so. He's just kind of let Andrew and I uh, bitch about Call of Duty season pass. So, Kevin, I'm uh, I'm interested in hearing your thoughts on on this topic. Well, you guys were uh, talking about like you. I, I love how you can tell what kind of gamers these guys are. As soon as they talk about season passes, Andrew's like, Call of Duty is shit. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I hear season pass. I think about like Borderlands 3 and I'm like, I get all this content for a cheaper price. I don't know what it is yet. And that, that scares me a little, but I trust, I trust Gearbox that they're going to put out really good content. So I'll buy this. Cause Gearbox has, has shown yes. that they will and can. Yeah, so, so. I think of Season Pass, if they do it correctly, if they have really good DLC, and it's not just like character skins and God knows what else is going on in Call of Duty land, I don't know. Uh, I think it, I think it's a great thing. Because um, you haven't been playing as many multiplayer games lately, have no, you? No, no, because I'm tired of getting my ass handed to me by what I was, you know, 15, no job. I'm. It's the middle of summer. I've been playing for 36 hours in a single 24-hour day somehow. I guess they're jonesing on caffeine. They're, Boom, headshot. Yeah. It's, it's a bunch of little 11- and 12-year-old kids in Nebraska. Because, <laughs> like, the, Nebraska has nobody, just just gamers. I'm, I'm, <laughs> hey, half of my family is from Nebraska. Okay. I'm sorry about our Nebraskan listeners, but anyway. I love you. They, they might also be from Iowa. I, I feel like season passes can be done very well. And it all depends on the DLC they output. Obviously, I'm not going to put, I'm not going to spend season passes every goddamn year for Call of Duty skins. But I'll I'll spend I'll spend a season I'll I'll buy a season pass for a game that I know that I I am jonesing for more shit for them to put out. I I want some more DLC. You know, they're like, you want you want more of my money right now? Okay, here's here's forty dollars. Uh, please give me more content. And then sometimes it burns me. And it really pisses me off. And that's what turns me off against season passes. And sometimes it it explodes with how good it is. It's uh Yes. Like because sometimes if it's like you said, if it's another forty bucks or another thirty bucks for a season pass or for some sort of downloadable content, it's like, why should I pay this? But then it becomes a whole nother like half of a game. Yeah. Yeah, I paid sixty bucks for the game, but then oh well, I'm actually getting a really good you know, enjoyable play option off of what I just paid for. Yeah. Like that, that is rare to find nowadays. The one, the one season pass I do not regret at all buying was Dark Souls 3. I, Dark Souls 3 DLC was by far amazing. I love it. I immediately bought that season pass because how much I love Dark Souls 3. And then it blew me away. You know, I was like, hey, I can save some money. I'm really enjoying this game. Here's some more money. Please make more content. They gave me the content. Transaction complete. Here's your receipt. I didn't even need the receipt because I'm not going to return the expansion pass. But it was it was amazing. I, I loved it. Like I said, it's it's a it's a very topsy turvy kind of thing. If they do it well, then yes, give me some season passes. I will gladly give you more money. 
Yeah, I just I see it as like season pass can also you know when it's in a an additional expense on top of like the sixty sixty five dollar game, like if if I know I'm gonna buy two games at at full market value of sixty five dollars for my PlayStation Four or whatever, like and then that season pass is like ten bucks, and then you're gonna say hey you know. It's $10, but you don't even unlock all the content. That's kind of a, a shitty thing for me. Like, give me that in a DLC. Like, I paid $10 for Horizon Zero Dawn's DLC, and it's freaking awesome. It's like another, an additional 15 hours of story and side missions and new robot dinosaur types and those types of things. Like, you get new weapons and some new skills and stuff. Like, that was well worth my $10. Um, like, just give me more some more incentive to bring the interest back yeah like if if it's something that is like a, a story expansion like um what was it the one for uh oh uh awakening uh Dr dragon age awakening was like a and a massive story expansion on the original dragon age origins it was the original dragon age origins i can't believe i just said that anyway like, it was a total story expansion, introduced some new characters, like, Anders was freaking awesome, he's, like, the most badass mage ever, but, you know, if if I'm paying, like, full market value or, like, full price for a game this or whatever- This guy's paying full price for video games? What a loser. <laughs> loser. <laughs> well, thanks. I mean- God. No okay. wonder you're fucking still talking about Uncharted 1. It's probably all you can afford. <laughs> it's 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 ten dollars at the local Walmart. Or if you go to the nearest thrift store, it's only six ninety five. Why are you talking in a country accent? <laughs> I... Go ahead, Andrew. I, I was gonna say, like you know, we we've been having a lot of sour notes. Uh, I, I I wanted to kind of switch gears a little and actually say that you know, as far as the positive way things are going with gaming, I I am very excited for virtual reality. Sure. And the aspects that it's actually bringing around and, like, you know, the, the potential that it brings. And, I mean, this may just be, you know, the, uh, the anime weeb in me that's, you know, excited for some sort of Sword Art Online kind of scenario. But, uh, I, uh... Oh, is that the Oculus? Uh, Drizzle is, uh, you know, flexing real hard right now on us, uh... Yeah, for all of you listening, Kevin is wearing an Oculus. Thank you for that, Kevin. Just saying, I got the Oculus... <laughs> By the way, I've been telling my wife... You look like a scuba diver right now, man. <laughs> scuba Steve! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh... So, hopefully my wife doesn't listen to this podcast, and hopefully no one does, because then no, no one can tell my wife, but, uh... I was, uh... I was like, Joe... I, it's my birthday this month. I got a 10% coupon at Best Buy. The Aquas Quest 2, I can get for 10% off. And like, I was, I'm very, I wouldn't say cheap, but I'm kind of cheap. You're thrifty. Thrifty. All right. So I was like, man, I can get the Oculus Quest, but there's not a lot. I could play Half-Life Alex. I could play RE4 coming out soon, VR. So I ended up getting it. You can get some beats there. I ended up getting it. All right, and I haven't played very many games. I I haven't bought any games. I can say um, Half Life Alex is like sixty bucks, and that's a little, little bit steep. Uh, I'll probably end up getting it, but I played a couple of the free games. Holy fuck, boys! VR is amazing. 
So no, there there's like there's some like free games on VR and like it was like here's how to play VR. So the the little I got the Oculus Quest two, and it comes with these these uh these handsets that have little like circles that are like sensors, and it can detect when you have your index fingers up. So it's like trying to like tell you how to operate the controls. So you're sitting down and it has a table in front of you and it starts like spawning, I guess would be the word at these different items. There's paper airplanes, there's some square cubes. um, And it's just like, well, here's how you play. So it's like, well, please pick up the cubes. So I pick up the cube and I'm just like, Kobe and, uh, and launch this motherfucker. And it's, it's so realistic. This, like I pick up the airplane, I throw it. I'm not going to lie, boys. Um, not going to lie to us or the listeners. I was talking to you guys, but also, yes, anyone who's listening, I'm not going to lie to any of you. Uh, Joe, I'm sorry. Uh, I had to test the VR porn. And, uh... Oh, my. Uh, I, it's never felt more real to touch another man. <laughs> let me tell you, if if they don't give an award, a Nobel Peace Prize to VR... For th- and you think there's like trophies for that or something? <laughs> going to be his new achievement. To get. Twenty achievements for wanking it for a hundred hours. Call me dry skin because I'm fucking calluses, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's like point oh one percent. I'm like showing it off to people at the bar. Look what I got. Look what I shake my Ultra hand, rare. please. I didn't wash it. But no, no, <laughs> no. The games I did play are. I don't know if you guys have played VR before. I've played. I went over to Buddy's house and I played the demo for RE7, where you're essentially just sitting in a chair and the main, um, I haven't beaten it, so I don't know. She's the main, she's the girlfriend. Uh, her name's Mia. Um, she like creep, all you're doing is sitting in this chair in this kitchen. She like creeps up behind you and in front of you and to the side and it's fucking creepy as shit. My buddy played the whole entire, you can play the whole entire game in VR and he said it was the scariest goddamn thing he's ever done in his life. And I was like, man, that's fucking awesome. So I was looking up Oculus Quest 2. There's a whole bunch of like mods you can do. You can play Alien Isolation, which was a very terrifying game. I can only imagine how it is in VR. Uh, someone modded Grand Theft Auto 5. You can play with the Oculus Quest 5. And I was like, holy shit. Ooh. Sign me up. But no, I got it. I haven't. I, I literally just got it two days. So I only play tested it for a little bit. It was dying as soon as I put it on. So literally, it was like updating. I was like, please, man. I, I haven't jerked off in like 24 hours. Please. <laughs> Damn near celibate. <laughs> God, I, the Pope's calling me. Wonder what's wrong. But uh, no, I was, <laughs> look, I'm just saying they, they got it. And I was interested and I found it was pretty cool. So uh, you're welcome. No, that's definitely one of the things that I'm going to want to try to get in the future because, like, that it's just exciting because that is the new way to go. That is the the next level. No, I'm I'm really excited for um, haptic feedback. So they've already got like gloves which can read your your hand movement, and these these do really well. These aren't there's not gloves; they're just controllers. But they can, you know, you. So the game I was playing had a table. And, like, I was literally catching myself trying to rest myself on this table. And I was like, holy shit, this is this is intense. And with the haptic feedback where you touch something and the sensors kind of, like, vibrate controls, but it actually bounces back against your chin and it's, it's like you're picking it up. That is going to be next level. That's what I think is next level. The, the VR is really good. Uh, obviously, the display is very low quality. 
It's not, it's very pixelated. Uh, it's very bukkake, I guess, if you would say. Um, <laughs> you said cock. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, I'm super excited for it. Um, I never thought I would be, honestly, because I thought it was just a, a scam, like a gotcha. Like, it was just like, oh, you got to try this out. But like, as I'm playing, because there was a, a shooter game, as I'm playing it, I'm like, I got, you got two controllers. I'm, I'm, I just, anyway, I just started blasting. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm playing Die Hard, son. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm shooting everything. I had controllers going to the left and to the right. I crossed the arm like it was, uh. Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints. Oh, thank you. No, it's, it's awesome. I, I, I don't know if you guys experienced it yet, but please, please do. It's, it's really funny. Um, I have not yet experienced VR, but I follow a few, like, YouTubers or, and, like, a couple of Twitch streamers that I've seen that use it. And one, um, it, it was funny. It was like a day in the life of this YouTuber. And this person uh, was showing themselves with like an Oculus. And they're just like going around their apartment, like looking like they're just boxing air and doing all this crazy stuff. It was just kind of this wild thing to just see this person using <laughs> Oculus to work out. <laughs> yeah, Like, I don't know what in the world this person was doing, but it was just kind of interesting to kind of see them to use that. But man, I'm, I'm excited to see like yeah. kind of the future of like of, of VR kind of see the different like experiences. It's kind of like more yeah, advanced. We, I, I think, I think I'm very excited for what they can come out with, with VR. Like the worst part of playing VR is not being able to move too much. And I'm really excited. Like they've already, like, uh, they've already got the treadmills where you can like control where you move and stuff. Obviously, that's next level shit. But that's got to be super cool because right now it's kind of like point and click where you go, and that kind of takes you out of the immersion a little bit. But be able to to walk and to hold the gun, that's I don't know. No, I've watched I've watched some uh, some videos that people have submitted about their experiences when they first got that treadmill thing because apparently it's a very like it's a slippery um surface so they had to wear like rubberized shoes so that it would register them actually walking across it like and, and moving it so that they can stand in the middle of this room or on the corner of this room wherever they want to put the device and you know do their run around vr but then, just like how you were talking about with the gloves, there there, uh, there are certain games that have it for like a vest, which that combined with the gloves, combined with other things, that would be you know like Call of Duty sixteen, you know. Dude, I could play Call of Duty like I'm in the real war, sponsored so, by the army. <laughs> so with a vest and gloves, we're just gonna start playing games like Michael Jackson, or like what's <laughs> happening here? <laughs> I mean, but I, you know, I like the Wii though. Wii's fun. Well, I think I think the Wii was like the they tried to expand to the more family demographic and you know actually get people active. I think VR nowadays is becoming more of just an escape. Yeah, I mean, all in all, it's still fun. Whether it's the Wii or you know you're doing VR, it's still fun. But you know what isn't fun? Loot boxes. There we go. We're calling that a organic transition loot boxes kev i know you were a huge fan uh or at least played a lot of overwatch what are your thoughts look man i i played overwatch and uh first of all i hated the game because 
Like, I love teamwork, but I, I'm very antisocial. So I got to play with friends, but I'm antisocial. So I have a lot of friends. <laughs> so you go into a game Overwatch. First of all, they're like, oh, so we need a medic. Well, won't you be a medic, you dick? But, uh, no, that, that's probably when it, when I think loot boxes, I think Overwatch and it's such bullshit. It's let's, let's introduce like, Let's introduce gambling addiction to these kids. Like, it's it's bad enough where I'm a grown-ass adult with a job and I'll have a gambling addiction. But no, let's, let's have these, like, eight-year-olds playing FIFA where they get to open these packs to get these, uh, these certain players that are so hard to get that you would have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to... Oh, I'm sorry. Not hundreds of thousands, obviously. That's a little extreme. There are, there are some that are like, you know, okay, we'll we'll give these, you know, common and uncommons and maybe some rares. No, you know. no. You can't even, like, these characters, I'm pretty sure, are just specific to packs that you had to buy. It's that it's, percentage value of what you can get just, you know, just by playing. Like, you have this percentage of possibly getting it in the loot box. And Apex Legends is a, a good one for that, too, because, you know, you can unlock some good loot boxes just by playing but there there are some things called heirlooms in there which are attachments and equipment that you can have for specific characters that are keyed to specific characters and their personality traits there's there was a guy at work who's 2021 i think he ended up spending hundreds of dollars to to do over over 500 loot boxes just to get enough uh, heirloom uh, tokens so that he could get the switchblade for octane and, and i mean like if if that's where he wants to go for it if that's what he wants to spend for it you know more power to him i don't i don't mind loot boxes that their sole objective is like i'm sorry not the sole objective but what they give you is just cosmetic i'm fine with that it's it's annoying that you even have it in the game please get rid of it but please don't lock characters and shit behind this this system you're you're just feeding off someone's addiction of of this oh man just another dollar i can get this five-star hero in final fantasy exodus or whatever it's it's like call of duty's been notorious for that lately too especially with warzone whenever you go out into the large battlefield and you can bring your own guns there's uh when they have a new update and they let out either a new gun or a new gun to unlock you know oh yes you can do your due diligence you can probably go through multiplayer or do whatever you need to to unlock it and then play some plunder and then level it up or do contracts and try to level it up but whenever you get the chance to oh i can just buy the new skin for it for 20 bucks and it already comes possibly pretty OP, overpowered, and 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 people like can just buy it and then go run and take out everybody. It, it it's like yes, okay, there are going to be streamers that you know not knocking them because they have the income for it. They need the quality content. They need you know, like their part if that's the game they're playing. You know, they're going to want to partake in something to actually have good content to be able to have people drawn to them. That's that's cute that you that you think they actually pay for that. They get codes for that, my dude. Some of them do, yeah. <laughs> so 
you know, for me personally, I just think that if you're going to have content that's locked, you know, whether it's character skins or that type of thing, like, I also agree that that's kind of shitty. Like, when you're playing Call of Duty and someone's got a skin that you don't have, you're like, oh, how the hell do I get that? Oh, well, you just need to spend $10. Like, I, I hate that about Call of Duty, because we, we game with a couple of guys who have, like, skins that we don't have, and it's like, man, I, I kind of want that, but I'm not ponying up that dough. Now, I think it's been a while since we said something positive about Call of Duty. Poor Andrew is, uh, he's... He's getting a little upset because we keep on talking shit about Call of Duty. So, John, can you can you say something positive about the new Call of Duty Warzone, possibly? Um, I mean, something positive. I, I guess what I can say, I, I can't really keep track between Infinity Ward and Treyarch, who makes what games. But I have personally found that the um, Black Ops games, at least for me, I'm speaking solely for me, have been easier. Um, and this newest one not really even that new anymore, but Civil War I've found to be um, easier, just the the multiplayer. And it seems to be very divisive among, you know, seasoned Call of Duty players who have played all of them. I don't know. For me, I found it easier and I'm not, you know, I'm not really good. But the fact that I have a one two a 1.25 KDR for me, that's um, that's pretty good. It's the, it's the only game I'm positive in. <laughs> So, Kev, can you think of anything positive? I deleted it and saved 250 gigabytes on my hard drive. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. It is a I, lot I of love memory. the conspiracy theories that people have online. They're like, no, they're purposely making these updates 100 gigs so you can't install other games and play something else. You have to play Call of Duty. It's like, first of all, no, they're just really shitty at optimizing their fucking game. <laughs> they, don't, they don't care if you play something they really don't but uh i know but man it, it was such a just invigorating feeling seeing that 230 gigs of space uh you know gone from my hard drive <laughs> so i can play better you know games what? this actually segues way nicely into my next i hate is install times i look when i was a kid all right it's been many years ago all right if i was a kid i would say it's probably been like 20, 25 years ago. Alright, it's been a while. As a kid, I would get a game either from Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, or I would, I would buy a game and in the car ride home or taking a shit afterwards, I would read the instruction manual. And when I was done taking a poop, I would go back, drop the game in, because it was a cartridge, and I would play the game. Now, I buy a game, I open it up, I had to poop, there's no instruction manual, I put the game into Xbox or PS5. Well, I gotta wait an hour to play it because it has to install. And for some reason, the install times are god awful. It doesn't make any sense because, like, it's installing. Like, I buy, I still buy physical. I think physical is the way to go. That's another whole other topic. We'll discuss that in a little bit. I, I feel like physical, yeah. <laughs> I feel like physical is the way to go as far as gaming goes, like, in buying if you can. But even when you buy the disc, it still takes two, three hours to install. Why? You're installing from the disc. You don't have to worry about my my fucking internet speed. How shit it is because I live on the eastern shore of goddamn Maryland. I have chicken farms all around me. Of course, I only have a hundred down, ten up. But why, are, Xbox? Why are you why are you downloading at megabits, not megabytes? Please, please. I have a hundred download speed. Utilize it for something. Why why when I buy a game, I have to wait two hours to play it? And another thing about the install times, the most pointless feature of Xbox One. 
and Xbox Series X, and I don't know if PlayStation does, John, you might know, is the ready-to-play function, where it installs about 25-30%, and it's like, it's like, oh, we're ready, we're ready to play. Which which really doesn't mean anything. It just brings you to the home screen, and then you'll <laughs> yeah. when you sign into the game, <laughs> when you sign into the game, it'll just be like, oh, waiting for the other part of you know the other nine thousand gigs to to download. It it is frustrating. I I do agree with you on the downtime there. Nothing more frustrating than getting to the home screen of a game and seeing that you still have another seven and a half hours to, you know, play the damn you know or until the game like downloads. So. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that one, man. It, it is a pain in the it's ass. It's ridiculous. I'll be sitting there, I'll be watching YouTube while the installation is going on. And yes, I know that that dampers my download speed, but I don't care at this point because I've already decided I'm not going to play the game I just bought full price for today. I'll play it tomorrow or something. But it's like ready to play. So you hop into the game and you get to the main menu. You can't even, you can go to like options. You can change, you can change if you got subtitles or not, or if you're colorblind. Yeah, you can, ch- you can change if you're colorblind or not. Oh, thank goodness, I'm not colorblind, so I'm ready to play. It's like, nah, you gotta wait till you're 100%. It's like... Yeah, you can switch your brightness or, you know, subtitle size, sometimes subtitle color. Yeah, I, I get you. <laughs> it annoys me so much that I can't just... And I, I get it. You know, these games are massive. Of course, you have to install them so they can, you know... Read off the hard drive instead of the disc. The load times will be shorter. Blah 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 blah. That's fine, but holy fuck, man! Why am I wasting an hour of my life buying a game that I can't even play until it installs? Like if I if I install a game on PC via internet because I don't have a CD-ROM tray, like it takes 10-15 minutes. Why is it taking an hour, two hours to install my Xbox Series X that supposedly top tier outperforms every PC and blah, 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 blah? Why am I waiting? Let me, let me play the fucking game. If you, if you had the install feature install the first part of the game so you could actually play it, yes, I would agree with it. But you're not. You're installing fluff so i can go to the main menu and see you know if it was something like you're downloading the prologue or something of a game or if it's a sports game you can play like an exhibition or something like when i play mlb the show that game will download uh in the background but you're at least able to play like a nine inning game of whatever teams were in the world series the previous year and the rest of the game is at least downloaded in the background something like that all i know is look all right listen listen to this all right you ready all right, I'm playing uh, Link to the Past version 1.0. All right, wait, wait, wait for this. Oh, I'm playing version 1.1 of Link to the Past. Oh, you ready for this? Oh, I'm playing version 1.2. What what happened in those days? Even back then, I was spamming the start button to get. I don't I don't care that Nintendo made Link to the Past. Get me to the game. You know what I mean? I've got a attention span of a cocker spaniel. Okay. Give me to the game. Squirrel. Hey, by the way, Newegg has a sale on hard drives uh, if you want to buy a new one just for Call of Duty. You laugh, but I mean, I do have external hard drives on both my Xbox and my PlayStation. I I, I, I quit. <laughs> I, I didn't get it specifically for Call of Duty, but, you know, I did get it for, like, all the downloadables and this and that because everything wants to be digital nowadays. But, I mean, like, yes, okay, so you want me to install part of the game 
for however long, just so that the load times are a touch quicker. Like, why why can't my six hundred dollar system process it as it should? Why why does it have to be like a uh, a minute and a half for me to go from one room to the next or one area to the next? Like it. It just seems so trivial, but you know, oh, like you know, that means I just need to buy the PS5 because the load time is going to be so much quicker than the PS4. No, now just to let you know, <laughs> we're nerdy as shit. All right, we're we're spending our Saturday night drinking and talking about video games. But you know, someone right now is in their car listening to this. Going, it's because of the processing, you fucking. Beeps. And it's like, shouldn't say that. We probably shouldn't say that. Morons. I'm sorry. We're we're stupid. <laughs> okay. We just wanted to know why we can't plug in the game and play. Okay. Imagine how how it would be if you had to like wait and downloaded a uh, podcast episode. <laughs> like, be two <laughs> just hours for load times. Uh, Please join us yeah. next time where you can load in the next goddamn episode. <laughs> Please it'll wait take, a week for this load. It, it'll take one week yeah. to no, install. I mean, uh, yes, I understand, you know, the processing and the processors. And, like, yes, that's amazing. You know, that's why it's a newer, updated console. But still, like you said, bing, bang, boom. You just put in a cartridge and, hey, I'm playing in 64. Hey, I'm playing Nintendo. Hey, I'm going to pop in this disc in my PlayStation 2 and hope that it gets past the PlayStation logo because that means the game red and I can actually start playing. <laughs> right. This blue back yeah. disc. Oh, the blue backs. Hey, they, they were just the bane of the existence. Not to be confused with the silverbacks. <laughs> thank, thank goodness. Just in case. Thanks, John. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Just, just in case you thought you guys were listening to the Gorilla Podcast. <laughs> no, we are yeah. in fact talking about CDs and video games, not gorillas. Oh, damn. Wrong wrong show. <laughs> wrong show. But I mean, like, the way that everything's becoming more digital, that, uh, that should help load times. But then again, like, I don't want to have my game fully digital. I like having a hard copy, but that's being phased out. And I <laughs> He know likes being hard. <laughs> right? You know? I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> Especially when you get older. Uh, it's it's a little more comforting because you can have an actual physical copy in your hand and it, it actually seems like it's more of a, uh, I, I'm not saying it's like to be materialistic, but it's, it's something that's actually, it feels like you have something. It's not that, oh, I can lose everything with just a simple corrupted file or like, oh no, well, it's on your profile. It's on the cloud. Well, you know, you know who else can be on the cloud? Anybody that wants to freaking hack into your uh, Activision account and delete your profile. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of everything online or everything digital. That's true. Yes, it Same. is. It has given us some uh, more advancements in the technology, in the processing, but it, I, I prefer and I miss the you just having everything physical copy. Because now they're even doing alternate consoles. Oh, you know, the Xbox and the PlayStation 5 both came out with a digital version or a disc version. And, I mean, I'm, I'm going to pay $100 more for the disc version. 
Well, we've had some some hot takes tonight here, gentlemen. This has been a, a fun episode, diving into some uh, controversial shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this has been fun. Well, I mean, it's uh, I like I said, it was going to be you know controversial topics, you know, things that we agree on, things that we disagree on. But I mean, there there's a lot of opinions out there that we definitely delved into. I mean, and and I'm sure we will touch on them with uh, every other topic that we have in mind too. But I mean, I've I, I do thank you guys for spending your time to actually come around and, uh, you know, hang out. Not just you, you two, but also everyone that's listening. I, I appreciate your time, and um, I hope that everything that we've actually done for this discussion and others has enticed you to, you know, want to hear more or even reach out to us. Don't forget to check out our Twitter handles and Instagrams. You know, reach out. VGL Podcast. And it... It, it may be a little presumptuous, but, you know, we may even come back with a part two. We may even extend this even further so that, you know, we, we understand that we have more things to say about this topic because there is a lot to touch on. That's what and she like said. And like John, you know, we, we try to touch on everything, but we can't always hit all the right spots. But, you know. Ooh, that's cold. Thanks for listening come to on, our bro. podcast. And don't forget to... Uh, <laughs> Check us out on uh, Creative Brain Candy, uh, creativebraincandy.com, with other awesome podcasts, such as uh, Smoking and Drinking and Capes, you know, little NSFW. But uh, until next time, thank you for your time, and uh, we'll see you again. Thank you guys so much for checking out this week's episode. We'll catch you next time. See ya! I, I love, I'm kind of like both. I almost said uh, I almost said something. <laughs> he goes both ways. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get that in post. <laughs>